we are calling this the Yumi Ah, uh, Yumi Share. This is a Umeshare podcast. Umeshare. Yeah, Umeshare is um, it's Swahili for have you shared? Have ah, you shared? interesting. When I saw Ume, I thought it was you and me. You and me. <laughs> <laughs> you and me? Yes, you and me you share. Me. You yeah. share, I share. Someone else also said it's man share, like Ume. Ume. Ume, man, man, share. manly share, man share. Mm. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. really late. Yes, yes. yes. So, so share so. is English. So. Umeshare. Share. Share, yeah, share is English. Yes, yes. Correct. So it's actually a Swahili word and an English word uh, coming together. Coming together. And uh, it's just a question mark of asking uh, fellow men, have you shared your stories? Have you shared your challenges? Um, have you shared your successes, your failures with other men? Um, would you be able to share this so that other men can find healing? Mm. Other men can actually pick up examples uh, from your story. Um, so, yeah, Umeshaya. So, at the beginning of the podcast, we'll ask you, Dr. Stan, uh, have you shared uh, Umeshaya? <laughs> and then at the end, we'll. Utashaya? Utashaya. 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 And you can ask me other share. <laughs> so at the end of the podcast, we'll all will have shared openly yes. about our experiences and yeah. uh, hopefully uh, share this wonderful news with other people out there. Very good, very good. You know, as we begin this podcast, we have to look at the big picture. And uh, what comes to my mind is uh, you walk into a construction site and you find different construction workers working. You find some men laying stones, building walls, and others are mixing sand and cement. And you walk to them and ask them, what are you doing? The guy says, you know, my job is to build walls. I build them straight. I know how to build walls. You walk to the other guy and he says, my job is to mix the sand and the cement in the right proportions. But then as you walk around, you find this guy that's cutting stones, just chipping them away. Mm. As you ask him, what are you doing? He poses and gives a smile. And he says, we are building a cathedral. Mm. And he tells you, you see this stone over here? That stone would go on that left side of the main entrance. I shaped it for that space. See, the stone cutter is not just cutting stones. He has the big picture in mind. He's building a cathedral. And in life, as men, if we don't see the big picture, we can be lost in the details of life and not even know what we are trying to accomplish. And friends, life is spiritual. Now I'm going to mention four points and just zero in on one because unless you see that big picture we'll be preoccupied with the daily activities and lose direction of where we are going. Because life is spiritual, point number one is that we are at war. And point number two is that the enemy has a strategy. The third point is that God has the winning strategy. And the fourth point is that for men to succeed, we must know and implement 
God's strategy. Mm. So let me just zero in a little bit on the fact that men who will succeed must know that we are at war. In Revelation 12 and verse 17, the scripture says that the dragon, this represents Satan, was enraged at the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring. And then defines for us who these offspring are. Those who keep God's commands and hold fast the testimony of Jesus. And as men who want to honor God, the moment we step out and say, this is what we want to do, immediately we are at war. Mm. This war is being waged by the enemy against the followers of God. Now, when the war is won, what are the spoils of this war? They are the hearts and the minds and the souls of people. And you will be witnesses, as I am, that in this day and age, the world is no longer protecting children and women. There's a war, and the spoils of the war are the hearts and the minds and the souls of children. Mm. And these children become teenagers, and soon they become men. These men soon become fathers. And uh, the baggage they had growing up as a result of this war, which they may not even be aware of, they carry this baggage into their lives and into their work as men. Mm. So God warns us in Proverbs 4.23, mm. guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flow the springs of life. There were days when cartoons were just for entertainment. But because we are at war, cartoons have been infiltrated with content to steal away the hearts of our children. That's right. And as men, we must be alert. We all know Ephesians 6 and verse 12. It says, we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world, against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Mm. And I'll tell you, men, the average man doesn't even know this. Mm. The average man is going through life, processing life intellectually. That's, that's a good way to do it, but it's not the only way. Mm. It's too limited a way. We are created for bigger than that. Even animals that God calls creatures of instinct. Elephants can communicate through the vibration of their feet. In a world that is full of vibrations, they can communicate with each other with those vibrations. Amazing. It's more than intellect. So God is warning us. And as men who will succeed, we must be aware of this. This war, although it is fought at a higher level, at the spiritual level, it's experienced every day in our relationships. The average Kenyan man is a very angry man. If you don't believe me, just watch what happens if you accidentally hit a motorcyclist. They all gang around you. They don't want to know who's in the right or who's in the wrong. They just assume that because you're riding, you're driving this car and you hit one of them, you must be the one at fault. And since you have more money, you should pay for it. That anger it's just waiting to be provoked. We don't want to raise those kind of men, but that's what we are surrounded with. And we need to bring a change to that kind of life. Mm. 
the worst experienced relationships at home at work on the road in the supermarket among friends it's being fought at the higher level but experienced in daily relationships let me give an example from the book of job you may be familiar with this <clears throat> job 1 verse 8 the lord asked satan have you noticed my servant job he's the finest man in all the earth he is blameless a man of complete integrity he fears god and stays away from evil now this is god describing job blameless a man of complete integrity a man who fears god a man who stays away from evil now this is the man that we men want to become and this is the kind of person that we want to mentor This is the kind of person that we hope as they listen to this podcasts they strive to become this kind of man mm. blameless complete integrity fears god stays away from evil scripture goes on to say in job 1 verse 9 to 11 satan replied to the lord yes but job has good reason to fear god mm. you have always put a wall of protection around him around his home and around his property three things the enemy mentioned him the man his home means family mm. then his property what he owns yeah remember the big picture we are at war and this conversation taking place in the heavenlies job is not privy to it but it's taking place anyway satan goes on to say you've made him prosper in everything he does look how rich he is but reach out and take away everything he has and he'll surely curse you to your face do you see that strategy mm. let's take a quick break the heart behind the i'm on podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell i know that when i talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well you can find information everywhere on the internet some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise we like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story It brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. Remove what he has and Job will curse you. Satan wants God and Job on a collision path because he knows once Job curses the Lord, then he has a war to fight with God. I said and can sit back and watch it watch it we are at war the enemy has been called the accuser of the brethren mm. that's one strategy mm. he'll accuse you to one another he'll accuse you to god we saw that uh when he's talking when he's talking to the lord the enemy blinds non-believers mm. that's strategy number two. number three, he takes people captive to do his will number four. he can use family members and number five, if we are not careful he can actually outwit us he's very cunning we have to be aware of this and in closing we're going to zero in on just him using a family member that will take us back to the story of job as we know job's family was attacked his children were killed we know that what looked like natural disaster happened to him and his animals were stolen 
by what we'd call cattle rustlers. Mm-hmm. We know the roofs of his home were blown apart, what you might call a tornado. But if we didn't know what was going on in the heavenlies, we might just say, bad luck. And then we know that when all that was done and Job was walking with God, the enemy had permission to attack the man's flesh. And Job became a very sick man. And his wife looked at him. And in Job 2 verse 9, his wife said to him, Are you still trying to maintain your integrity? And then she said, Curse God and die. Remember that word curse? The very word the enemy wanted for Job to do. I don't think Mrs. Job was an evil woman. I think she's a good woman, married to a godly man. But when there's pressure, we can allow ourselves, without even thinking about it, for the enemy to use us. The enemy is now using the closest remaining family member of Job. The wife. The wife. Mm. The kids have died. Just curse God and die. Mm. He was going through so much, she preferred him dead. Mm. But Job was a man of integrity. Job is a blameless man. Job walks with God. Job loves God and shuns evil. And as men, we need to look beyond the utterances of those around us. To look beyond the annoying utterance from whoever or whatever source, including those that we love. And Job was able to do that. That's not an easy thing. No, it isn't. Marry man with children. No, it isn't. Especially (laughs) when you've lost all your children. Imagine. She look, he looked at her and said, you speak like one of those foolish women. Shall we only accept good from God and not calamity? In the big picture, Job still saw God as being in charge, even though temporarily things seem to be out of control. As we launch Umeshaya, we hope to leave men with hope, to leave them with faith, to leave them with love and to leave them encouraging one another. Those three things, faith, hope, and love, the scripture says these things remain. And we want to raise men of faith, men of hope, men of love. Mm-hmm. And as we raise these men in mentorship, we'll be raising men and women in our own homes. They're not given to us as men and women. They're given to us as little babies. Mm-hmm. And these little babies are going to grow and become men and women. And when grown children make bad or sinful choices, parents, and especially men, have a tendency to question themselves. What did we do wrong? You be godly and let God be God. Point your children in a godly direction and mentor them into it and leave the outcome to God. Amazing. Ah, Dr. Stan, that is such a deep word. I think for me, the key thing that I've had there is that this podcast needs to be a place where men can find hope, faith, and love. Um, That's such a deep takeout for me and also the whole story of Job and what he went through and the fact that I've never seen it that way that, you know, Satan wanted him to be on a collision course with God and probably to fight a different uh, war that was not meant for man to fight. Mm-hmm. So maybe just to hear a couple of reactions from uh, Disho and from Sioki. You know, what are you hearing, Dr. Is sharing, and how is this podcast also going to help you as an individual 
and also how do you foresee it helping other men maybe from that word that has been given yeah that's amazing uh, dr stanley the aspects that you've given of job i think that aspiration for men should be the thing that actually possibly this podcast does mm. blameless mm. complete integrity mm. Uh, fears God, God fearing, and, and chance and staying away from evil. Stays away from evil. Mm. Yes, I mean right there mm. is possibly what we would say. Have we attained that ourselves as men? Yeah. What does that look like? What does blameless look like? Mm. What does complete integrity look like? Mm. What does fearing God look like? Mm. And what does keeping away from evil? Mm look like mm. if that can be defined in possibly a more a practical way mm. then it can actually guide a lot of people to understanding this is where i am yeah these are my shortcomings and and you know the, the way of wisdom requires that we learn from everything around us mm. and quoting the words of uh, i think it's lao tzu says being able to manage or master people is is strength but mastering yourself is real power mm-hmm. as in you can only be as good as how much you know of yourself mm-hmm. because the weakness that you have will be the strongest point that you are mm-hmm. that will be the one place they pinch and everything comes crumbling down mm-hmm. it's where we see the the clay feet of somebody and you realize it doesn't matter how much metal they have about themselves once we knock off the clay feet the whole thing comes tumbling down mm. and i like the way you said about understanding you know and there's a, a verse that i really love you know proverbs 20 in 5 that talks about a counsel in the heart of a man is like deep water mm. um but it takes a man of understanding to draw it out mm. and i believe that this podcast will help men find understanding even as we try and understand mm-hmm. ourselves yeah. and what God's purpose and plans are for for us uh, and that verse just really encourages me that this will be a well that people will be able to draw counsel wisdom healing in pursuit of being blameless walking with integrity being a god-fearing man and staying or shining away from evil yeah, uh, yeah when i think of those words i think they are they are the, the core of um that story However, the first question that comes to mind is was Job a fallen man or was he the first sinless man before Jesus? The <laughs> <laughs> question must yeah. must have yes. been said at some point yeah. Yes, and so sometimes when you use those words blameless mm-hmm. and integrity, many men will look at that and say okay, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Straight away you've disqualified me because yeah, yeah. You know what? I've so many stories I can tell you of my failures from when I was a, from a young boy through teenage young adulthood so many failures so many disappointments that clearly this is for people who are perfect and he probably can name people he thinks of as being better than him and maybe those are the good guys who maybe this story applies to so it's very easy to disc- for people i think many people will disqualify themselves because of those words and i think it's 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 understanding why god calls him blameless or why god god calls someone blameless and uh, having the, working in integrity is because of being submitted to him that's the thing that gives us God, when God sees us as people who are, um, for example, in Christ, mm-hmm. through Christ then we are blameless. If we stand there in our own strength and our own ability and our own accomplishments, the string of failures counts against us. 
Mm-hmm. It's only in Christ that those things don't count against us. David was one of the most flawed men in the Bible. You know, clear story, the adulterous, murderer. But God says he was after his own heart. Mm-hmm. So it's not because he didn't do anything wrong. So being called blameless doesn't mean you have held it together since you are an infant and at no point can your parents, your siblings, your relatives ever say they saw anything go wrong mm-hmm. in your life. That's not what blameless means. Blameless is more about submission that your identity your accomplishments you don't see them as standing up and speaking for you you see your submissiveness to god you're accepting your identity to being given to you from god as now that's the first the first person who i am yeah. it's not what i did or didn't do it's what god says i am mm. and i am loved and i am accepted in him and because i acknowledge that a love and that acceptance then I'm blameless. And so I think that the, the lesson in Job mm-hmm. is that if you, your identity cannot be in yourself. Mm-hmm. It's God is Job did not call himself blameless. No. Yeah. God, <laughs> God called him, him blameless. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we want is that God calls us blameless but not because we are all that because mm-hmm. we are in Christ. Yeah. Yes. And I would say that you know from what we are sharing here I mean it would be you can imagine the amount of liberation that comes to a man who suddenly realizes that the definition of blamelessness does not mean that you did not do anything wrong or that you've got all your ducks in a row and that everything is working and you've never made a mistake in your life mm. and being able to get them to understand that and going ahead and even um talking about what complete integrity would look like mm. imagine the amount of liberation that this would then bring to a lot of men who then realize that they've actually been on the right track mm. they just need to have faith in god mm. and identify with god be in god and therefore everything that they've been trying to work out will all work out mm-hmm. so that they stop just thinking that maybe it's the storms of life that we would say job would have thought well it's a tornado that came and took off my my roof mm-hmm. well kesera sera whatever mm-hmm. will be will be mm-hmm. no it's not that there is a bigger spiritual conversation happening for which you are it involves you but you're not party to it because you're not supposed to be but you can put your faith in god regardless of whatever conversation is happening right good so um i think at this juncture we can probably say a prayer yes um uh, just dedicating this podcast uh, the beginning of this new journey for all of us and dedicating it to to the lord uh, we always believe that we need to uh, dedicate and commission any project to start with the lord so dr you would kind of uh, lead us into that yes session of prayer yes mm. Lord, the scripture says that you were in Christ reconciling the world to yourself, not counting their trespass against them. And you have summoned us, you have invited us, you have asked us to be your ambassadors. You said you'll build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. We are aware that we are at war but we are also aware that victory is on our side. So as we launch this uh, podcast we ask that you give us the clarity of thought and peace of mind to know that we are on the winning side because we are on your side and that uh, as we talk with men we would be able to draw them from their hiding places so they can come out and be reconciled to you. 
that we would work with you to accomplish your purposes in our lives and the lives of men. Mm-hmm. So we commit ourselves to you. We commit this podcast to you. We surrender ourselves to you and we ask for your success in the path that we have taken. You're leading us along that path of success. You're accomplishing your purposes through us. And Lord, even as we think that you can see the big picture, show us from your perspective where you want this to end. Show us the kind of men that you want to raise through this process and help us to walk with you to bring you glory and honor. We dedicate the podcast to you. We dedicate ourselves to you because we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. This has really been an enriching uh, conversation. Uh, do you agree, Nishu? Uh, totally. Totally. Yeah. So, Tuneza Sema to Meshea. Tuneza Sema to Meshea. To Meshea. You've been listening to Umeshea Podcast, where men are sharing openly. Asante sana. Looking forward to next week.